Hello, and welcome to Two Italian Women and the Stories We Tell. This is Diane Bovolino and Eric Martin. So thank you so much for welcoming us back into your home, into your living room. As we said, like we appreciate you more than you know for sharing COVID with us because quite honestly, we are a bit bored. <laughs> and we just want to share with you the knowledge that we've gained during this time and our past studies and share it with you to share our skill set with you. So you have these tools. And as you say, you renounce that we are two Italian women who are also a bit bored <laughs> and empathic and empathic, right? I forgot about that. So in our last, in our last segment, we talked a little bit about what it's like to be an empath and some of the characteristics of being an empath. And undeniably what came along with that was the inability to set boundaries and the struggle with anger as an emotion. And so I thought it would be really good for us to share maybe situations or times in our life where we were justifiably angry, but maybe couldn't let go of that and couldn't set boundaries around people that really kind of facilitated our own anger in situations. Nadia Boltz Weber, if I may just say, she did this wonderful, se- oh my gosh, she's fabulous. She did this wonderful segment on how when someone has done us wrong or someone has done an injustice to us, she says that we're connected to that energetically like a cord. And she said forgiveness and letting go of that anger that we hold. Not saying the anger's wrong. It's really not. Like you're allowed. Please hear me on this. Please hear both of us. Like you're allowed to feel angry. But that anger is what can ruin your life and affect you in a negative way. So I love what Naughty Boltzweberger said, which was like, it was called Forgive, Forgive Assholes. So feel free to check this out. It's on YouTube. And she said, when we're connected to someone else's injustice or harm, lies, betrayals, whatever that may be. So we're connected to them like a cord. And she said, it's up to us to really, I mean, in her own words, I'm sorry, I don't mean to mischaracterize, but she was basically saying, like taking bolt cutters mm-hmm. to that energetic connection that has caused us harm. It's like saying, what you did is so wrong. I just refuse to be energetically connected to it anymore. And so as empaths, you know, there's that slippery slope, let's say, between being really connected to someone empathically and being codependent. And we kind of hit on that last time. Yes. And that codependency is like, I have this need within myself to make everybody else okay. And when they're okay, then I'll be okay. And so it's like sometimes that that drive really supersedes our good judgment. Like we can become the sacrificial lamb to make everybody else okay. And so it's like learning your own boundaries, which is an empath. I don't know about you. I've not had the best boundaries, right? I just, I put everyone else's needs first. I didn't really think about my needs I felt kind of more like I'm here to make everybody else okay does that make sense to you do you understand what I'm saying yeah no I know what you mean right right so the thought of taking bolt cutters to my connection to someone else seems like impossible for lack of a better word because as being an empath we strive for that connection 
Right. So why would we want to cut it? Right. It's like we live for that deep connection that we feel to others. Um, but sometimes when that connection is so unhealthy to ourselves, there's a great book called, um, forgive me, I don't remember the author's name, Dodging Energy Vampires. It's like when that person just drains you of energy and it's like you give and give and give, but there's like nothing refueling like your battery, like your battery's already, you know, not charged. And like this person takes and takes and takes. Sometimes it really requires that inner strength within us to say, I can't give anymore. Like I have to remove myself. And empaths really hard time setting boundaries. You really just do. It's like the reason being, mm-hmm. right? As you mm-hmm. and I know, is I'm feeling what I'm feeling, but I'm also feeling what you're feeling. And so knowing that this is going to cause you harm or distress or whatever, makes it really hard for me to disconnect. So last time, Diane put me on the spot to have me come up with examples of the empath list. Can you think of anything from your own life that you can draw from where it was like, it was really hard for me to set boundaries or limits with people? Oh, that it was hard for me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew there was a lot of, a lot of moments. I mean, so many, I, I don't even know where to draw from. I just have such, so many, so many. Um, I mean, I just know right now, even in my business, if somebody's running late, I, I just have a hard time. I mean, I just say, oh, okay, which I know I shouldn't. Well, because your time is also there. Right. And, and then it's going to run into my next session. And that person's time is also. Yeah. I mean, that's an example mm-hmm. where I have a hard time. Do you think that might be a good idea to introduce your businesses? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I guess it is. Segment four and maybe three, four. What are we in? Four? Yes, we're in four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so four. my business is Lotus Soul Healing Arts. Um, it's I opened my business in 2019. And it is um, a healing arts business for Reiki healing and also Reiki teaching and also yoga instructing and um, what else? Spiritual healing and meditation classes. Mm-hmm. And she's magnificent. I, I actually get treated by her. <laughs> so I'm going to put the full disclaimer. She's pretty amazing at what she does. Thank you. Um, and so Diane and I have a rich history. Maybe we'll talk about maybe we'll, I don't know. Um, but my name is Erica Martin. I'm the owner of Martin Counseling and Associates LLC. We're both we're both located in Ellicott City, Maryland. Um, but we do a lot of work outside of the geographical location, a lot of things internationally, especially in the light of COVID and more virtual right. you know, sessions. The one good thing I think that came of that is the fact that we're no longer restricted to just this geographical location, exactly. you know, mm-hmm. and one-on-one. Um so I find that so many of my clients have like moved on or living in different places or different countries. And it gives me an opportunity, us an opportunity, like not me, us an opportunity to maybe reach a larger, a larger audience, which is what our intention was 
when we create this. Yes. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, we've been, and I'm very, I'm, I feel very privileged to say this. We've been very successful in this area, but at the same time, it's like I think we offer something, dare I say, really special. Um, that I don't really just think exists in a lot of places. And so the idea right. of being able to bring ourselves into your living room, into your home, I think excited both of us, right? And so I think I've already said, I'm not the technical flash. <laughs> that would be Diane. She's the technical expert. Um, so this is a glorious opportunity to kind of reach all of you and have conversations, which we otherwise may have never met you, right? May have never had an opportunity to connect. So as difficult as COVID has been, there are some upsides yeah. to doing you know, exactly. virtual learning to include like your yoga and your Reiki and things like things that we've had to challenge ourselves as practitioners and healers to step outside of our own comfort zone mm-hmm. and do things a bit differently. So, you know, again, if you're welcoming us in, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a lot of work and energy on our part, you know, putting this into, putting this into practice. So thank you for that. Um, so we've talked a little bit about what it's like to be an empath. We've talked a little bit about the struggles of setting boundaries. I've talked a little bit about why anger is not acceptable as an empath. Would we say that that's yes. pretty clear? So I'll just go to my own, I'll just extract from my own personal experiences. So being Italian and raised in a very Italian Catholic household, I was really taught in the most beautiful ways, by the way, um, be appreciative, right? To live in a state of gratitude. And also, as we talked about, Diane, in a state of subservience a little bit, right? And like, in terms of like men and women, like, so I can remember, and this is nowhere to lie. I remember Sunday dinner, my grandmother had every Sunday, Rosie, God bless her, um, had us all there for dinner. And my grandfather, God forbid there wasn't like a spoon or he'd use a spoon to like roll his spaghetti. And like, God forbid the spoon wasn't there. Like if he paid attention to like some utensil wasn't there, every woman from the table would just like hop up and be scrambling like on how to like make him okay. And I just remember, forgive my language, but we've been meeting now for a couple of times. Like, like really fucked. Like, like what? And I was just a little kid at the time thinking like, what is this? And so that was how I was raised, right? It was like my job was to make everybody else okay. Fast forward, it's a beautiful element of who I am. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it or reject it. But learning to channel it in ways that actually makes sense for me and still preserves who I am and honors who I am. It's like the balance in those two things that I think is essentially important. Do you have anything to draw from on that or? No, just like on the spot. Yeah, I'm laughing because I just could, you know, think, you know. You've been there. Yeah, I've been there and was thinking, why don't, why are all the women in here cleaning the kitchen? Exactly. This why are we ridiculous. doing the dishes? Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's too much to cook. And, and then clean. why are we doing all the cleaning? Agreed. If we're cooking, they can clean. 
exactly. clearly what what is going on here this needs to change but like if you said that and you dare not say it like, like why would be the not doing this or like clearly then i'm not cooking because mm-hmm. this is just too much work mm-hmm. life cannot be about this no that's the last thing but like, why thought, would we want it to be about that i, I mean, mean i'm not a women's liver but if i need to be a woman's liver to stop this i'll be one I don't think it's about being a woman's liver or not. I think it's about like just common decency and respect, setting boundaries, like what's okay, what's not okay. And it was clear to me, like the women in my family, and again, no disrespect. I love where I came from. I really do. And I respect and value it. I just remember being like, what is, what is going on here? (laughs) This is, this is crazy. And I remember being like really young and saying like, oh, I want to be a doctor. I really did. I wanted to go to medical school. And I remember the message, (coughs) excuse me, very clearly being like, oh, honey, go marry a doctor. You don't need to, you don't need to be with a doctor. You just go be with the doctor. You don't need to be a doctor. (coughs) But I think about that and I'm like, that was messed up. I just remember thinking, (coughs) I want to be one of the guys. Guy friends, right? Were you the same? Yeah, I liked hanging out with the guys more than the women. The women, I'm like, what's drama? Want to be this? <laughs> so maybe because they were kind of trendsetters outside of our culture. Yeah, but in the end, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I love my family and all of it. Me too. Yeah, I wasn't trying. I didn't want to change any of that. But yeah, I didn't want to succumb to it either. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my apologies. So. For those of you that are listening today, I guess what we're trying to say is feel whatever you need to feel, be whoever you need to be, set whatever boundaries you need to set. And if other people aren't okay with it, I guess you get to ask yourself the question is, is it, is it worth it? You know, be you or be someone else that pleases everybody else. Your choice. So thanks for joining us today. Hope to see you next time. Where to? The million women <laughs> and the stories we talk. Thank you. Good night <laughs> or good day. Thank you. <laughs> I'll make sure she makes it to the next one. Don't worry. Thank that, you, Robin. That's what friends do. <laughs>